if somebody gets robbed or somebody gets shot or something like that, like, I'm not going to fit a description. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, nobody's going to be like, it oh, was no. him, you know, like we saw him do it, you know, like, cause like, you know where I was like, yeah. I'm like, I stand out pretty like obvious. So it's like, I have like, like alibis for you know, every, all the time. They think black people are really cool. So, you know, but like, not in a problematic way. Not in like, give me I, five. I mean, I, I, there was one dude who wanted to give me a fist bump. He was like, he was like yo. And like I was, I didn't, I just ignored him. I was like, he must not be talking to me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh-huh. But it, it was like really nice. Like I felt like I. It sounds, you know, it sounds like you almost didn't have to worry about it as much I know, as, you, as I when really you were over didn't. here. I like, really didn't. Maybe like you're more politicized over here. Yeah, I think so. Welcome to What's My Thesis. I'm your host, Javier Proenza. Every week, my guests and I share the answers we found on the questions we have. Join us as we explore and expand our worldview and ask, what's my thesis? And today, my guest is Gozie Ogini, and we're hanging out here at Monta Vista Projects. Lucy Wood Briard is the artist whose sculptures you can see in the space. It's a really beautiful show. And uh, yeah, man, we're here to have a conversation with an artist. I've had you on the show before. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to be back. I, I appreciate you, like you know, reaching uh, out and trying to you know make it happen. So, no worries, man. Dude, yeah. we like we. I feel like uh, we have a very fun uh, fun dynamic. I, sometimes I like the way people react to me. You know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it it, it makes you. me feel like. I'm seen in a specific way, you know, hmm. but, uh, but I, I always feel like you're a very warm guy. And the other thing that I, that I relate to you is that like back when I was around your age, I was the guy that always had like beautiful women always around him. <laughs> and I think, okay. that, I think that that's a very good sign of like a dude that is very like emotionally in check. Oh, oh, got you. I mean... Mm. I mean, I've been around... Platonic, platonic friendships. Well, yeah, I, yeah, being around, like, you know, raised by my mom and, like, yeah, my, yeah. you know, my older sister, a lot of females around. Um, but, you know, I guess, yeah, that's definitely shaped how I, like, approach friendships and, like, yeah, yeah. meeting people and, like, yeah, like, try to be a gentleman. Like my But you're, like, you got a gentle vibe to you that I think that is, like, magnetic. And that and that's kind okay. of what, that's the essence of, like... That's cool. Like, that's you, cool. you're an accepting person. And, I, well, we met doing a show together, right? We met at, uh, doing the at, one... Yeah, it was the Kamikaze. 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 M-I-M was the gallery, I think. And then yeah, Kamikaze yeah. was put together by the gentleman, uh, I think, Habib. I forget his last name. Mm. Who who's does five five one next door? Is mm. the, that's his space, right? Right. But yeah, man. So okay. So what you've been up to? Last time we talked, you had uh, done some stuff and you had gone to CERN. That was really interesting. Yeah, I went to CERN with some friends, um, and we kind of like uh, we we were trying to go down like hundred meters down into the actual experiments, but like there was some stuff that kind of messed it up. Um, it's partially my fault, just not planning oh, okay. like completely. Um, but definitely want to go back again. But ever, since then, you know, I uh, went to Korea um, for about three months, and like just kind of like was experiment experiencing like life in another country, which you know is kind of rare. Was that the um, first time you've done that? Well, just like for that long, yeah. For that long, how yeah. long were you there? I was there for three months. No. And um, I had to quarantine for 14 days and like, you know, 
back when the you know the restrictions were like really intense. Yeah. But um, I've been like since being back from Korea, like I had a show. Actually, it's in this building. It's, at it's In Lu, right? At In Lu Gallery. It's on the ninth floor of the Bendix building. Um, y'all should check it out. There's two shows in that space. There's a show called The Object of My Object by Miura. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this, she's a painter. Really, like, incredible work also in that show. Um, and, like, yeah, we kind of sharing, like, t- t- the two spaces that are in that gallery um, having, like, Two solo shows. Nice, nice. Um, so yeah. those those can vibe pretty well sometimes. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Like yeah. having another sort of audience come and see your work. It's actually yeah, it's really yeah, valuable. definitely. Yeah. So tell me what like what's it like being back? What was Korea like? What did you? What were your thoughts? Mm. I mean, yeah, it was my first time in an Asian country. Um, and where else have you been to? Um, I've been to Nigeria okay. a couple times. Um, Which is where Ojini comes from? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Your um, last name? Yeah, my, it's Igbo, but it's, yeah, it's like... Um, Igbo is what? Igbo is one of the, like, main tribes okay. in, uh, like, or main, like, dialects in uh, Nigeria. It's kind of, like, split up, but together at the same time. But... Um, are you, are you, your parents are immigrants? Yeah, well, my dad is. Your dad is, okay. Yeah, and my mom is from a long line of black Americans. But, okay. um, yeah, my dad is an immigrant. He came here when he was like, like 24. Whoa. Yeah. Very young, um, to get like a, like a degree in math. Mathematics. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Very practical, like very much like American dream kind of. Nice. Kind of vibe. Yeah. And like academic track or? Academic. Yeah. yeah so, so he's right, basically. Yeah. Right now he's a teacher. Okay. Yeah. That is very American dream of like of a very specific generation too. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, is he a boomer or is is he Gen X? Uh, just, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's like you know. I think those kind of like titles more pertain to people who were like born in the U.S. Don't you think? Or, yeah, or I, I just more... meant I, you're 100 percent correct because okay. baby boomer specifically it's refers like to, to the boom of it, like birth here. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, I think he, well, I don't know. How old is he? He's almost 70 years old. I don't even okay, know how so yeah, old my yeah, dad yeah. is. Around like, there. Around okay. there. <laughs> I don't know how old he is. I didn't mean to call out your dad's age. <laughs> it's all good. Your dad's old, man. Mine, yeah. mine is too. Mm. <laughs> Apparently, he broke his leg in this really dramatic fashion. And my mom was describing it. I was like, I, I don't want to know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> she was like, it's one of those where it like, and I was like, nope, stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You've been to Nigeria. You've been to other places. Switzerland. Switzerland. And London. Okay. I mean, Switzerland for CERN, and then, like, London on the way back from layovers and, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, but, you know, actually spending, a, like, a substantial amount of time somewhere, this is, like, the first first time. And it's a city just, like, I was in Seoul. I was in, like, uh, Itaewon, which is where the, the U.S. Navy base is. Mm-hmm. So uh, U.S. military base, I should say. So it's, like, there's still an expat community there. So I was able to, like... Um, you know, go places and still see, like, people who speak, spoke English. Okay. Um, and, like, yeah, get adjusted in that way. And people would, you know, give me English menus and stuff. like. So I was able to adjust in that way. But I also, like, while I was in quarantine, I took, like, a class, um, like, uh, like a free Korean uh, language course. And I got to learn, like, kind of just, like, basics of Korean I don't know how many weeks it was. It was like only a few weeks, but I learned kind of really basic stuff and was able to like 
you know, introduce myself and I learn how to order food and different things like that like mm-hmm. by practicing and stuff. So um, it wasn't like, cause I, 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 I got, I traveled a lot as a kid, but I had only traveled to places where I, that either spoke English, Spanish or Italian. And mm-hmm. then the first time I was in France, I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I thought I was such a cultured and well adjusted travel. I was just mm-hmm. in safe spots. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this was definitely out of the comfort zone. Um, and like, but it was something where, like, you know, I had to, I had to get like an Airbnb that I liked so that I would feel a little more comfortable. Oh, really? Um, because like, yeah, places are really small. Okay. So like, you could you could have you could have like a you could go somewhere like and it could be affordable, but it'll be like really tiny, like by American standards. Um, and then like you kind of like I like I I went to a place that was a little bit larger and lived with somebody, uh-huh. um, like a host. And, you know, it was like, it's just something that I needed to do for myself. But it was way, definitely more expensive than I I, I hoped it to be. Um, <laughs> and, like, what else? I mean, the food is amazing. Um, yeah. Like, I thought I liked, like, I, like, it's also interesting how much food, like, that's not Korean food that was, like, so bomb over there. Like, I had, um, like, probably the best hamburger I've ever had in mm-hmm. Korea. Um, I've had, like... Thai food that's like I thought I I thought I liked LA Thai food. This is like next, next level, level Thai food. <laughs> um and like um Indian food too. Really? Like really good Indian food. So it's just the proximity to 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 Asia and I think so. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And like there's also a lot of immigrants in Korea too. Like there's Nigerians in Korea, there's Ethiopians and Ghanaians, um, yeah. like there's a lot of people who are going there because I guess it also has like this sort of like capitalist potential, you know, like, uh-huh. you know, at least South Korea, it's like everybody is like this like kind of, I, I, I hesitate to like, you know, sort of like characterize, characterize it as it. Might, as yeah, it's like, totally. it's kind of like when somebody comes to LA from another state and is like, LA is just so like this and like that. And it's like, you don't know what LA is about. (laughs) Like, like, I've been living here forever. Like, you don't know anything. How long have you been living here? Did you grow up here? Yeah, I was born here. Yeah. Okay, maybe we could talk a little bit about what LA is like. I like the Uh, gatekeeper (laughs) here. Emotion came out there. Yeah, I mean, like, like, I've not seen you make this face. (laughs) I, I don't know what it is. It's like, Whenever somebody from out of town like is says something like yeah. you know describing or like you know judging LA no by, I got that you know, but I'm saying way. like what do you think LA is like I, I mean because one of the things that I love about LA is is when you watch those movies like Pulp Fiction where it's like all this crazy shit is happening mm-hmm. or you or you know even shows like Snowfall where it's like. You could be walking around, but everything is so suburban and spread out that, like, mm. at any given spot of LA, some crazy shit is going down. Yeah. Like, someone in a gym suit, it, like, gets hit by a car mm. kind of thing. I mean, that's the extreme, but you get what I'm saying. Is that, like, a wrong perception of LA, in your opinion? Well, I think it's like, uh, it's like a sensationalizing. Because like, Miami's kind of like that, though. So maybe that I'm projecting Miami. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know much about Miami. I have one friend from Miami. Okay. But well, I don't know are much. we not friends? <laughs> you no. Have oh, I, I have two friends from Miami. <laughs> yeah. It's my bad. Um, but yeah, I, I think that like those kind of stories are like what you see in the media or like movies and stuff like that um, has some maybe some sort of like sense of truth into it. But it's like also 
it's a fabrication. It's a story, you know, yeah, they're yeah. trying to, that they're selling. So it's going to be like sensational. And like, even the news is similar in that way. But like, I think that like, um, LA is just like a lot of like, just people, normal people living their life and like, you know, like just having their own sort of LA life that doesn't seem so like crazy and like full of parties and adventure. Like there's just kind of people trying to survive. Yeah. Um, so, but people come here to like find themselves or like to like sort of reinvent themselves and stuff and like that sort of like becomes what people think LA is about. Mm-hmm. I remember there was this commercial about LA. It was like, you know, a comeback story. And it was like, <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, that's just like, like, I don't know. It was like, it felt like it was like inviting people here, but like not necessarily portraying any of the actual people who live here. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, like as if outer towners living the dream are essentially like are what LA is exactly. about as yeah, opposed yeah, yeah. to like, and just completely erasing the, the people. Yeah. yeah, the, the, yeah. Living here. yeah. And that's kind of what's happening. I mean, like there's like, um, this building that's like just sprouted up on the corner of Pico and Crenshaw. It's like, I mean, it's just like, I don't know how many, five stories or something like that. And like, it's just going to be empty for maybe another like five, 10 years. And like, maybe there's going to be like two or three residents of that building. And and then it'll get, the building will get sold to somebody else. You know, it's just kind of like real estate kind of Yeah, the real estate hustle. Something's got to be done about that, dude. Yeah. And like (laughs) transient, like, well, no, not transient. I should say like people displaced yeah that that are coming like you know and like making the price of things more expensive yeah yeah, making the um housing more expensive it's kind of like um yeah it definitely displaces people like that yeah for sure for sure well you know they're making a thing in my neighborhood where where it's like uh they're putting in a soccer field which is like turf field Mm -hmm. which is great but like you just know it's not for the residents Hmm. it's for the people that they want to entice to come in i see you know and they they make uh, a bunch of different things but um that's interesting because i do feel like there is a lot of like like i've definitely been in in relationships out here with people that are like it's it's essentially it's like there's the la community and then there's the expat community right Mm -hmm. like I mean, I'm not from here, you know, mm-hmm. and and so I definitely know people from here that are intermixed with both society, you know, but I think on the West side, you just have a lot of people that have moved out here for jobs, not even like trying to be in an industry like film or maybe they are, but they're not like actors or, you know, right. they're not aspiring, but yeah. they're still industry people and they still like gotcha. exist in this like very specific like ecosystem that exists here and maybe takes the gives the impression that it's like more of like because i don't i don't know any actors Mm, you know mm. like do you maybe Mm, i think i know um well well Actually, um, I'm I'm kind of an actor. <laughs> oh my bad! Like, um, <laughs> so I guess I was wrong. You know, my whole actor. thing, my but, whole thing was wrong. <laughs> um, I mean, like, I think that you know, in a way, like, I sh- you know, I should bring up that part, like, of being a act, like being in a in a film or something. But like, because there's something like, how do I say? Like, I'm implicated 
too. You know, no, no, like it's not I mean like. It. Well, I'm just saying because yeah. you know, I'm not trying to say that like people from out of town are just like these. You know, you're not you know, a xenophobe. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm just they're just the facts of what's happening. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. People have to eat. People have to live, and people like coming here. Yeah, like you said, just to make yeah. a better. You know, have a better living. And like, you know, in a way that's like what my dad did. Um, and like, what is that? Is that wrong? Like, I don't know. But yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't I'm, know what the, I don't have the answers. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean, we're literally in a building that you could argue has some like displacing properties as well. Right. Hmm. It's a, it's an artist community, but I think there's also like, it's in the middle of the fashion district. So there's like these could be something else. They could be like factories, you know, mm -hmm. these rooms. So, I mean, I'm not sh shading the Bendix. I'm saying there's always that like yeah, yeah. complicity. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, I'm absolving you because I'm, right. I mean, I'm definitely part of like, uh, I definitely have to interact with that on some level. Right. Yeah. Like, and, and I love the Bendix and I love this place. Like, this is amazing. I'm happy to be a part of it. But it comes with its gray areas. Yeah. You know, course. like you, you can't, you can't be like, like there's, I mean, I don't know. I, th it's like they're invisible to me to some degree, but I'm sure they're victims to my participating in here in some level, right? Like yeah. there has to be, it, or just me even being American, <laughs> you know, mm. now we're getting real fucking meta, yeah. you know, but like, but anyway, I want to get back into, uh, like, I don't want to talk xenophobia and okay. gentrification so okay, much, okay, okay. but, but I'm just that. saying like, you know, we've resolved that. All right, <laughs> like all everybody's right. bad. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> like you don't have to feel so bad. No. And acting, I do like the DIY aspect. Like, look, I keep saying this uh, is that I, like LA is a great place because I did an open call and I like accepted everybody that submitted. You mm -hmm. know, it's like it, there is a, a a gravitating that people do towards here that is is beneficial directly to me too. Mm -hmm. You know, like yeah. so. I mean, yeah, but I totally understand. Like, you know, sort of wanting to be like protect or wanting people to be sensitive of right. of like of or respectful at the very yeah, least yeah. of yeah, like yeah, yeah. the working people that live here and make the city run right, right, so right. you can get your espresso and shit. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk shit about LA. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's the moral of the story. <laughs> but anyways. So tell me about acting, man. Are you, um, so you no, do, you I, I like, well, I just was like a physical actor in a, in a short film that my friend made. What does physical actor mean? Like I had a, like a full body suit on and like, it was like almost like a halo stormtroopers like suit that I was wearing. Like they CGI'd you out? <laughs> no, the, I just didn't. I didn't. There wasn't any like, like you, your face, my face, or anything. You, you know, didn't my know skin any or physical nothing. face acting. You nothing, did. nothing. It was just all like you there was know, no me walking and moving and like yeah. So, like you can call that acting if you. No, no, yeah. for sure. It's for like sure, a sure. kind of like like stunt double acting with no stunt double. You know, like, yeah, yeah. With no. Yeah. So what was the project? Um, it was my friend Norm. He's made he made this short film. He's kind of like trying to do more like narrative film. Uh, like he's more like a he used to do like a lot of like contemporary art film, mm -hmm. um, like art uh, movies and stuff. Like Schnabel kind of. I don't know. It's like Schnabel. I think you 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 have to look it up. Okay. okay, like, okay yeah. um, I mean, not like directly, but, but I'm saying like the idea of like not non narrative. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. 
like narrative, but like in a different way. Like it's like not not uh, not those like Baraka movies where it's just like music and visuals. Do you remember that? Like, do you know about those? Tiwakatsi or some shit like that. There was a bunch of them. No, anyway, I don't know what you're talking about. There was like a in the early 2000s. There was like a a, a trend of movies that were just. Like time lapse footage of things, of culturally significant things, That's like true. Tokyo okay. or whatever. I see. And then, or like, like people monks. walking uh, yeah. across the. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, but crosswalk. it was like, it, yeah, I don't know. They were they were good. I'm not shitting on no, them. No, it it's not like that. It's it's something else. Okay, it's, okay, it's, okay. Something, it's more complex than that. But yeah. anyways, he's now trying to do more like. So this project was called the Impersonator, and like it's like him, it's like his story of like uh, this, uh, you know, Hollywood. Hollywood Boulevard impersonator who kind of like dresses, you know how those people dress up as yeah, Joker yeah. or like Stormtrooper and then like break dance and stuff like that. So it's like this guy who's like dressed like that um, and his that's his job that he goes out there um, mm. and that's his kind of only livelihood. He like basically climbs over the Hollywood Hills every every day to get to the Hollywood Boulevard. Like he sleeps in like a, in the river. Okay. Um, and like you know, he's come to do his job, like, just to kind of, he's, basically, he's just, like, you know, they don't know whether he's, like, a serial killer or not. That's um, a fair thing, because I was going to say, those guys, those people can be kind of crazy. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's people who want to, like, be famous really, really badly or something. But, like, um, so something about it, it's, like, he's kind of listening to um, kind of, like, QAnon, okay. like, you know, podcast all day. Walking around. And it's like, fascinating because I wanted to talk to you about QAnon today. I have That's what I brought you. I, I have nothing <laughs> to talk about for QAnon. Like, I, I don't even really understand associated. what that is. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know the lore of it. I know that it's like dumb. But anyway, so, you know, well, what's funny is that those, uh, those guys, like there have been people that, like there was one guy that was a Freddy Krueger that had like real knives. And stabbed a guy. Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my so, god! So <laughs> and I used to work at uh, Pearl Art here in LA, and, okay. and those people would come in to like buy costume supplies, and they were always very weird. Oh my god! <laughs> Anyways, it's like one of those guys, yeah, and yeah. like they're kind of interesting subjects, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. For nobody sure. knows what they do. What like if you know one of those guys, like hit us up. You know, hit me up. I want. <laughs> I'm curious, but like you don't really know what they do after because they're just there for your entertainment. Like yeah, yeah. they're just Superman for the day. And then you go home and like, you forget that you took a photo with Superman on the, you know, and you paid him like five bucks. Well, that ties really... into what you were saying about LA being like, because yeah. that, that speaks to the touristy side of it. Right. Too, right? It's like, yeah. It and like, yeah, it's like you got really close to a stranger. You don't even yeah. know who that guy is, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's yeah. almost like you think it's almost like people think that they're regulated in some way, but they're just like it's it's wild stuff. No, yeah, and I'm just, sure there's turf wars, you know, like yeah. Superman, Batman fighting over like, hey man, <laughs> this is my, my block. block. Yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah, but yeah, so I'm like I was just kind of like physical actor in that short film. All right, so you it weren't was, the main trooper, but you were one of the... I, I was the main character. Oh, okay. I'm, like, I'm the guy, yeah. So then there was no... But there was, but it was more like a, a third perspective instead yeah, like, of like, like you like, narrating like, the story. Exactly. It's kind of like yeah. video game, like yeah, yeah, yeah. point of view, third person kind of thing. Okay. So, and um, yeah, a lot of it was shot from behind me. 
Interesting, but yeah. And you were dressed as a stormtrooper because I was dressed as like in a full like I'm like in riot gear pretty much. It's oh, like okay. I'm like a like it looked like there's even a helmet. Like it was like amazing how they kind of like you know got this suit to look like this like it looks like a hybrid, and that's one of the plot points. It's like he's not really any kind of character. Uh huh. He's not really any like. He's not an IP. Yeah. He. Yeah. He's not an intellectual like, property for for people that are not LA. <laughs> Yeah, and so he's kind of like nobody knows what like he's not he doesn't have any place in a way, mm-hmm. um, nothing to reference. It's interesting. Anyways, so, would you act again? I would love to. It would be cool. It like I I don't know if I I think I'm too nervous for like in front of like camera. Like, mm-hmm. like you're in front of cameras right now, bro. I know, but like I'm trying to, forget, <laughs> to pretend. I'm trying to pretend like I'm not. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just we're just right here. I think that if I if I was like. I, like if I was like a actor who actually had to show my face and show emotion, yeah. I think I would smile too much. You I, would smile. Yeah. I would just start laughing, <laughs> like for no reason. Yeah, you could be. Then you could be like Jimmy Fallon. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Maybe I'm a host. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. So okay. So then, let's get back into because I'm still curious about um, your experience in in um, in Korea in terms of like when you came back. Mm. Was anything weird? I mean, it was kind of this thing where I, I think I actually, the first thing, like, event thing that I came to was here at Monte Vista Projects. One of my friends had a show. Uh, which show I was saw, that? It was, um, it was a group show. I don't know what the show was called, but my friend Brian Bowman was in the show. Okay. And he had, like, this um, these cyanotypes on drywall that were, like... That were laid out here? Yeah. Stacked, yeah, yeah, okay. I, know, I saw that show, yeah. yeah. I forget what show it was. Got you. Like, coming back and, you know... Like, there's people I know and I can talk to. And, like, I was, like, my social skills had been, like, lost because I, like, I only know, like, a few words in Korean. Yeah. yeah. So, like, there's not that many people I can talk to. Um, so so you like, didn't go with your partner? You went by yourself? I did. I did oh, with yeah, my partner. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, like, it's, like, being social in a group of people that mostly speak Korean, it's kind yeah. of, like, tough. You're left like, out. A little bit, but then like sometimes I can come in and like I can sense when I can like crack a joke or something. So it's not too hard. It's like yeah, yeah. like but it's something different when you come back and like everyone is kind of like everyone speaks like quickly and like fluently, and you have to sort of like be punchy and in there. You got to be like <laughs> so your timing the, was off. You yeah, weren't, you weren't like, as funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you have a little bit. You have easy. You have grace period when you like when you're in Korea. It's like you can be like. You can wait for that moment and like, yeah, yeah. Let it, and then you seem like yeah. a genius. You, yeah, walk, you drop right. the mic and you're like, "That's it. That's like, all my Korean." Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and also the expectations are lower to to be able to make a joke exactly. you know, in a language. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, with, it just it's like watching you know <laughs> a cat do a trick or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. Oh my god! What did he just say? He just spoke Korean. Um, yeah. Um, anyways. Uh, so, so you didn't experience culture shock other than just being like, just having been used to, but there, there was no moment where you were like, man, they do that better in Korea. Hmm. I mean, I told you about the food, like the food is incredible. So, but it's not I mean, like, I mean, I mean, they don't have tacos in Korea. So it's okay. like, that's something like you, <laughs> yeah, 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 you can't compete with. But um, so it sounds like the culture shock was mild because sometimes, it yeah, it most was, it's a city. It's a city too, and it's like they there's like a lot of people. Like I didn't like I got to drive, which is nice. You know, driving is you know everything. You got to do taxi yeah. all the time in Korea, and it's expensive. 
but um, it's nice to get back and like drive my own car. Yeah, yeah. You know. So it sounds like you were more homesick than like, hey man, I've acclimated here and now I'm suffering culture no. shock when oh, I come no. back to the U.S. No, 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 no. I will go back for a year and like that's gonna be like, when I feel like you you be you got a plan. Yeah, I've got I got a plan to go back in August. And, and then like, you're from August to August. Yeah, pretty damn, much. I'm lucky I got you before. That I know, happened. right? <laughs> and I think that it will be like, I, I, like I think that will be more of. A, like a shock because I think I will get more adjusted. I yeah, think yeah. now, and like it's not like I come back and like everything. Like I'm better than you. Like I, you know, like mm-hmm. no, it's it's just just another place I visited. But this was like you know, three months goes by pretty fast. It seems yeah, yeah, like yeah. it. It was a long time, but it, it actually a lot of people I talked to they were like, "Oh, you're back already." Like yeah, yeah. you know, um, three months can be interminable when you're living in your own city, though. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, three months here is like, uh, yeah, yeah, especially depending on what year uh-huh. in the last two years we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Cool. I mean, yeah, I've always wanted to go to Korea. I imagine I have such a very like. It's interesting what they did with the Korean wave. You know, where they're like, because when I was a kid, right, it was uh, Japanese stuff that was like the shit. I mean, manga and anime are still cool, but like. They're nowhere near as big as like K-pop and mm. and all of that stuff. And I think that I so, so I, I heard someone say uh, on a podcast that it was because like Korea did it by design that they were like they wanted to get out there and like but now it's like it's taking over other cultures. You know, like mm. it's like huge in Vietnam. It's huge in other. I see. Y- you know. I mean, I think that like you know. Like, I, it's just I amazing think, how a country like that can can strategize. Like it's, it's it seems very capitalist and very savvy in that way mm. in terms of like promoting you know Samsung as a as a big global company. Like they're doing an amazing job. You mm. know, mm. like I see. I mean, I was gonna say like I think Japan is like like they they're like the sort of prototype for if that if if anything you know they're kind of like but they the were one, more protective with their IPs. I guess I'm just saying that, like you know, you're an anime kid, aren't you? I I grew up with a lot of cartoons. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, like fair enough. That, fair it's enough. like, but I, I I see what you're talking about about the strat the strategy of it too, because like I talk about this with my partner and like a lot of other people, a lot of like other Korean friends a lot, like this sort of like how Japan like sort of strategized to like you know with their media yeah, to yeah. become more like cute and like. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, like how to like sort of like uh, submissive and like a little bit more like it, there, there's like a like a a media strategy to be coy. Yeah, you know, just to 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 change the like image. Hello Kitty that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, 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 and even like you know, like you know, Dragon Ball Z or like um, I, I I think that like. Uh, it's a little bit different, but I, st- I still feel like that sort of like image changing to like become um, something that like isn't evil and isn't like attached to like. Um, oh, their imperialist period? Yeah. To oh, so you're Nazis, talking about like World War. Yeah. yeah like you're World talking War. about like inner Asian 
uh, PR. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because I mean, I don't think that out here in the U.S. we think of the that that part of them that much. You yeah. Know? We're not really. We're like, like we bomb them. We're done. <laughs> yeah. Not thinking about that that much. Um, but but like, I know that there's a lot of tension between Korea and Japan because of like. Yeah. some awful stuff that happened during that period which right. we we don't really think about over here so that makes sense what you're saying yeah yeah we were, we were just like watching gonna watch this this show called pachinko it's kind of like talking uh-huh. about that like in, in this it's like a like this uh show on apple tv or something it's cool. like about like um it's a documentary? Or? Yeah, it's like a it's a film it's like a or like a, uh, a series okay um but it's kind of like you know, travels that sort of like um, time period of like the um, after the uh, Japanese Korean War and like that kind of like the tension between the two countries and the, the occupation, the Japanese occupation of Korea. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, and then also the sort of after effects of it, like this sort of like, they sort of like, how do I say, um, transition between these two generations. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a cool story, but yeah. I, I've only seen like one episode of it, but it's like really well done. Almost looks, yeah, it's like a series that looks like a movie. It's oh, really cool! Great. Yeah, um, I'll yeah. check it out. But uh, it, like, yeah, a lot of media is not like media nowadays. Sort of like trying to uncover all those kind of like those like contentious parts of our history. Yeah, yeah. Without kind of like stabbing you with it or like beating you over the head with it like showing how there's multiple sides to the yeah, arguments yeah. and stuff like that but like still uncovering those histories which i think they is had, cool they had know? pretty some pretty intense stuff that they did too right like they would like put um you know like kidnap the father of a family and then mm. put, it, it implant somebody else or is that am mm. i confusing that anyway mm. actually i shouldn't delve into this i mean <laughs> some, forget i said that i'm trying to paraphrase something that i heard someone say gotcha and i might mm. have said something incredibly offensive so i'm sorry i don't know i don't know i don't want to touch that but gotcha. anyway I, i'm backtracking but uh yeah well the, the reason i think of it I, my perception of it is a little bit different is because like there was a period I, I, how, how old are you I'm like 26. 26, is that Gen Z? Um, or is that millennial? I'd say millennial. Okay, I don't know. I, I ask because I don't know, not because I'm like trying to gotcha. catch you. Got, gotcha. Oh, no, that technically it's the... Uh-huh. No. Um, so like, okay. But I mean, I do have like a good, like, you know, five years. Is that six years on you? Uh, so I'd, I remember the 80s a little bit differently the, or a little bit more uh, as as like there was movies like Black Rain with Michael Douglas and all this like stuff like Japanese culture was like like we all thought ja- Japan was gonna take over the world mm. <laughs> and I have a very right like they're the coolest yeah, yeah they were the coolest but also they were the most dominant in technology Sony was the shit you know mm, like I see I see uh, and and uh, and there was a. Um, I think it was like some movie with um, Wesley Snipes about like that was a sci-fi movie about how Japan like all of this was like projected you know Nakatomi Plaza mm, uh, oh. from Die Hard all of that yeah, like yeah. that there was a big cultural thing and it, I feel like that's kind of died down I mean yeah they have a and I don't think that we look at Korea as the future the same way that we looked at Japan back then as this like technological marvel marvel. Mm. I, this is American culture. I'm not like speaking to whether or not it was valid, but like, I do feel like, as someone who doesn't, I mean, I know manga and and anime and all that stuff is very popular. 
I didn't grow up on Dragon Ball, so that's fair enough. And a lot of stuff, you know, like there's the um, Avatar, The Last Airbender. That's all stuff that's made to emulate that like mm-hmm. kind of aesthetic. So, the, so you're, you, 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 I probably understated the imp- impact of Japanese culture, mm-hmm. but I had never heard of Korea growing up <laughs> the way that I hear I about see. them now. Does that make sense? Got you. You got know, you. like they have done like such a crazy push to like. So it's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I. I feel like it's almost you know you hear the stories of the of the uh, pop stars that are like talking about being abused and whatnot. Like it's like a, it's it's kind of uh, I feel like their industry industries as ambitious as ours. Mm. You know, like um, like like our Hollywood is like very cutthroat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like or or things like I mean I don't think that. I don't know. Maybe I, I just, I, it's just fascinating to me to see how hard they're working it. Mm, I feel you. I mean, like, yeah, like, we're, we're like people like, are claiming exhaustion or like, you yeah. know. Yeah. And like, um, a lot of like female pop stars are kind of like, you know, being mistreated and like kind of like, you know, by the media, but like, you know, they're also supposed to be like this hyper, hyper sexualized, but also, innocent yeah you know at the it's same time very, yeah and yeah like yeah it's, it's out of my of, cultural appetites entirely gotcha. so as an outsider it's like i'm not i, I i'm not uh, i i used to think anime and all that stuff was cool akira was awesome mm. but there's just the whole generation of people that fucking are so much more into it than i've ever been yeah i see i see <laughs> you know i guess, I I'm, I guess I'm part of that like generation who's like really into that stuff. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I could talk about that stuff all day. Honestly. So, like, what's your favorite? I'm, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not bashing it. Well, oh, look, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just. Um, yeah, my my partner's here, and she knows that I watch One Piece a lot. So, it's One like, Piece. What's that? Yeah, it's. We don't have to talk about it. No, it's we do. Like, I want to hear. I want to. <laughs> we're talking. <laughs> we're, well, it's yeah, it's just a show about pirates. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's it's cool. I like it a lot. So it's a Japanese pirate show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's really wacky and and goofy and like it's like just my kind of energy. I mean, I grew up on like SpongeBob. Yeah, you know, so it's like having you know having characters like that that are like crazy and like do weird stuff, but like never change. Also, it's like that's kind of like my vibe. You know. Yeah. Well, I mean, then there's also stuff like, has, has there ever been a live action show as big as Squid, Ga- uh, Squid Games mm. from Japan? No, right? Like, I don't I, think so. I don't think so. Like that thing, is, that thing was huge. It was also kind of weird. I liked it, but there was like, that, the, there was that storyline yeah, with the like, Indian guy that was kind of like, I don't think that you're being as like woke as you think you are. <laughs> I mean, woke, being woke is a trap. No, like, I know. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, that's. Do you want to speak to that? No, not really. <laughs> I mean. Because that was what you said was interesting, but I also don't want you to dig a hole for yourself. Yeah, I don't want to get in, into it. <laughs> no, I, what I was speaking specifically to was that, do you know the, the guy that like catches, did, have yeah, you watched yeah, it? Yeah, the guy, watched that, it, yeah. yeah, that guy that catches him, he's uh-huh. kind of like a hero, but he's also kind of dumb. Or he's like, there's like a weird thing. Like, I don't he's, know. He's honorable. He's, he's honorable, he's a but honorable man, but, but he's not an equal. Yeah. He's not equal. I uh, guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and that was a, a hard stick for me. But anyway, I mean, when it comes to money, like 
we talk, you know, how are we going to talk about equality, you know, with money? Like, it's kind of tough, you know, but. Oh, I, th- I meant more than the fact that he was like the only non-Korean oh, person so like, on the show. <laughs> like one of those things where like in older, like, cin- like Hollywood cinema, how the black dude would die first. It's yeah, kind of yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 exactly. I mean, I don't know. And like, and he's like somehow noble. Oh, no, you don't, you don't, you're not. I, don't know. That? Okay. I mean, like, if, you know, him dying, it, the way he died, he died like as an honest person. And like a very, you know, like, oh no no, but like, I just mean the way that like that, he could have been gullible, gullible or something like that. Is yeah, that yeah. You well, yeah, he yeah. was very honest, and that's honorable. I think you know, all right, like, all to right, die fair to die like with like knowing that you. Oh, did by the, the right way, thing. spoilers for a show that came out months like, ago, yeah, like year, like a year, year ago, ago almost. Yeah, it's but yeah, I think that like. No, I think it's a. You think it was fine? I think it was fine. Okay, cool, fair enough. Yeah, I don't have. Yeah. So you did. So well, then that the, let's uh, ch- transition into that. You're obviously a black man. How was that being uh, in Korea? <laughs> you know, I watched so many videos of like, you know, like, what is it going to be like for a black man in, uh, in Korea? Like, all you know, like, and a lot of people. You know, a lot of the videos, they were just kind of saying how safe it was and how, like, <laughs> you know, the Black Lives Matter movement had happened and people were, like, there was, like, rallies over there, too. And, mm-hmm. like, um, people, like, kind of um, are, like, supportive and, like, not, there's there's not, there, everybody was, like, it's a great place. And so okay. I, I went and, like, I was kind of worried. I was, like, n- nervous that maybe there's going to be, like, some people who would just, like, Un- like just disapprove of me like mm-hmm. just essential essentialize me and be like no um but like everybody was pretty like accepting and i yeah. I, I i like that a lot um did you get the thing that white guys do where they're like overly like accommodating um i, I which no, is innocent I'm not, no i wasn't no i wasn't like like you know i didn't get any special treatment they, they weren't like you know Black people are smart too. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that. Because I've no. gotten that from all my first about you. Cubans. Yeah, like, you know, I like someone to. Uh, I, 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 you get weird ones where it's like, bro, I'm like, yeah, they're I'm, trying I'm to be white. <laughs> but, yeah, they're trying to be like nice, but they yeah. like, uh, yeah, it's yeah, overbearing. Yeah. But like nobody was like that. It's no, like, that's cool. I was just a normal guy. One thing, like I like somebody told me, I, I forget like what the context of the conversation was. It was like, like whether or not I was gonna be like safe or something there and. Mm-hmm. It was like, I think there was, it was like, you know, if somebody gets robbed or somebody gets shot or something like that, like, you know, it's not that, like, like, I'm not going to fit a description. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just, nobody's going to be like, it was him, you know, like (laughs) we saw him do it, you know, like, cause like, you know where I was, like, I'm like, I stand out pretty like obvious. So it's like, I have like, like alibis for every all the time you know okay um so it's like it doesn't nothing nothing was like um yeah i didn't feel like singled out or feel like i had to worry or anything like that um when i was actually there yeah yeah yeah. and um you know people really like like they think black people are really cool so you know but not in a problematic way. Not in like, give me I, five. I mean, I, I, there was one dude who wanted to give me a fist bump. He was like, he was like, yo. And like, I was, I didn't, I just ignored him. I was like, he must not be talking to me. <laughs> Anyways. Um, uh-huh. But it, it was like really nice. Like I felt like I, 
It sounds no. it sounds like you almost didn't have to worry about it as much I know. as, you, as I when really you're over didn't. here. I like, really didn't. Maybe like you're more politicized over here. Yeah, I think so. I mean, like, what part of me is like, you know, I was thinking about the Black Lives Matter rallies that they were having there, and I was thinking like, what do you? I wonder who you rallying for, like if it's just like a like virtue signaling, like over here or over yeah, there, over there. Like if it was just kind of like, hey, we're progressive, like yeah. we appreciate black people, you know, we think Black Lives Matter, like or like like I don't know, like I was wondering like what could they do from there, other than have this sort of like media presence that like they did um, care, but maybe it's just how they treat black people like on the daily that that matters, you know, mm-hmm. and like having, having like a, having people rally just kind of shows that you do kind of, that you care yeah. at the, or that you're aware of the situation at the bare minimum. Maybe you like, you don't really encounter that many black people every day, but you sort of like, you know that that's happening over there. Yeah, yeah. It's just kind of like an awareness thing. Um, well, I mean, it's also one of those things that I think it's, it was pretty outrageous. You know, we don't, we didn't have video of the, of any of the other ones that have been I mean, big ones. It's like, know? what is outrageous? Everything is outrageous. It's yeah, like, no, but to actually see it. Yeah. You, you like saw that. it in like, we saw it. We've been seeing it. It's like people have recordings of it. It's like, it's not uh, an eight minute like, video. I'm sorry, bro. I think that that, I think that that video was like eye opening to a lot of people. I, I, mean, I, th- I think I you're think right. It, it's yeah. Well, that's I agree with you. It's like Eric Garner. I, the video was not as dramatic. I mean, this, this is the thing. It's like I think that like those videos are important and like it's and we like, can move away from this. I did, we've ended up. I, I was just asking you a casual no, question. It's good. Uh, it's okay. good to, uh, this is a good topic. I mean, okay. I, think I don't. I don't want. I just don't want to make you talk about it. I don't want to be part of the people that politicize you on in the U.S. Uh, you get I what see, I'm saying? I see, I but see. anyway, so go ahead. Sorry, what were you saying? Um, I was just saying that, like, I think that, like, those videos are important and they are outrageous, but then, like, the sheer number of them, like, is more outrageous than any yeah. single video, you know? Just And yeah. then the, the, the videos that are, that don't exist, you know, that people turn, the, the police people, police take, they turn Cameras. their camera off. Yeah. So it's like there's, or... You know, there wasn't anybody who had a phone that, like, was mm-hmm. around to video. So, there's, like, it's, like, we center around those videos because they're, like, the most visible ones, but... No, I um, 100% agree. I mean, we're not anywhere in the same place that we were at mm. that time. I, I think people have kind of just moved on in a, in a big way in the sense of, like, I think that... I think part of what I'm trying to convey, and I don't disagree with you, I think it's always outrageous. Mm. I think sitting there watching, like I'm never going to watch that video again Mm. because I know how that video makes me feel, Mm. but I had to watch it once, right? Yeah. And it was the pace that I think, because it was just, you were just watching this thing where like it was happening and it was happening and no one could stop it. It wasn't like a gunshot. It wasn't an instant. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. I'm not I'm not arguing you. But what I'm trying to what the reason that I said what I said and the way the way that I said it is that in the context of these people watch you know like that are so far removed, they don't interact with black people ever. You know, in Korea, mm-hmm. I can understand how that 
made them want to fucking say something. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you know, like that, I think that, I think it's a matter of humanity Yeah, that, yeah. that, 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 uh, with that one, you couldn't escape. Yeah. I mean, I get you. It's also feels like a lot of like, like I feel two ways about it. I agree. And, but I also feel like it's a lot of thoughts and prayers, you know? No, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it amounted to know. nothing. I mean, it amounts to like what they do with every day when, if they, get to meet somebody who's black or like, you know, encounter somebody who's, you know, that's where it like, um, where it amounts to something. It's like how you actually sort of like think about the slogan, you know, black lives matter and like what you do, like, mm-hmm. what is that, you know, in every day. Yeah. What yeah. You do, yeah. But then that goes into something that I was rudely awakened from, which is that sense of, how, what are you doing on a daily basis? In, in it, I also feel like, well, what, how much can a person do in a daily basis, right? So in, mm. that, in a sense, that, that what am I doing on a daily basis is a cop-out on the person's behalf. You know, like, it's, if, I've, if I'm going like, well, I do this, this, and this, it's like, I'm not really doing shit other than just being kind and, and respectful to people. That's you, enough. You think that's enough? Yeah, okay. I think that's enough. All right. You, I mean, you would know more than me. <laughs> well, I, I'm not like the spokesperson for for everybody, but like no, I'm but here at this, yeah, I'm in this room speaking, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like being asked to speak. So, like, I think that, like, yeah, just you know, even if you just do your daily kindness to somebody, you know, yeah, like that's that's enough. I agree. I feel like though that there is um there's a compartmentalization in humanizing the black people of this country. And the brown people of this country, mm-hmm. and how how can we like be an empire and be imperialists, bombing other countries, destabilizing them? And uh, here I'm gonna turn myself down a little bit, and and then purport to give a fuck about people at the same time. You get what I'm saying? Well, but it's not like we. It's not like our individual like choice. You know, like I didn't. It's like I. This is interesting. Like, it's my, like, this is my country and I can do what I, like, I can vote and I can exercise my rights, but there's, like, a limit about, there is a limit about what I can do, you know? But then, like, it's not my, like, I I didn't pull the, you know, it's not, it's one of those things where it's, like, you, you didn't, like, you stand by and, like, let other people make decisions, which could be, like, this thing of that people, you could think of as, like, a, hypocritical situation like a hypocritical position hypocrisy is the least interesting argument Mm. of any of them to me because we're all hypocrites yeah but 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 what what you're saying is interesting however i feel like a lot of people like for example we are very much a culture now that is okay with war in a in a way where there is no anti-war movement in this country like there was during the iraq war Mm. We just take it for granted at this point. And I feel like, yeah, that's not necessarily a personal responsibility thing. But I feel like when you are, let's say, in a situation like we are now where we are essentially complaining about January 6th uh, people being Nazis or being white supremacists. And we're talking about white supremacy as a discourse in this country. But we, if we don't acknowledge that like the the country's attitude internationally is also white supremacist, I feel like that conversation is limited towards 
well, we only care about Americans. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And I think that I feel like one of the things that like is crazy about how we treat people is that we're always dehumanizing. We dehumanize uh, uh, marginalized people, but we also dehumanize monsters, right? Like we're like, that's not human. And mm-hmm. so we have, we end up with this really distorted definition of what human means, mm. right? Where it's like human, you're only human if you're good. You're only human if you, where it's like, in reality, humans do bad shit to each other. And mm. if we acknowledge that, and that's our starting point for the conversation, we can maybe try to mitigate that, mm-hmm. right? Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't disagree with you about like, you know, like it is important to be respectful and kind to like everybody, right? Like, and I do think that that makes, you know, on a, on a macro level, it does make a difference. But I think if we're like always supporting bombing people like in Yemen and shit mm-hmm. like that, like, you know, yeah. and we have like the, like, it's like, that's where the political side of things is hard for me. And then you end up with stuff like people like Antifa, which like, I don't know, man, I am not pro-fascism, but the idea of punching Nazis to me is problematic Hmm. because it is in a sense, like not trying to bring that person in, not trying to de-radicalize a person. It's just violence, Yeah, you know? And I've seen some of the Antifa stuff. Like I saw the, the protest, the counter protest that they did with the women at we were uh, at the we spa, mm. and it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> and I was like, these guys aren't the good guys. They were just like horror, like abusing this woman, mm. you know. So it's it's a it's it's difficult to to sort of. I have, I guess, what I'm expressing is my issue with the whole approach, which is why I think we both agree that there is like a. It, it, a lot of it was virtue signaling. A lot mm. of the Black Lives Matter support. Mm. Or, or do you not agree? I I agree. And like yeah. I mean, it's kind of mirrored in like the support for Ukraine, and like um, I didn't want to bring it up, but I'm glad you did. Yeah, I mean, like it's kind of like yeah, seeing a lot of those flags around, and like I think some people are actually you know are raising money and like doing really amazing things. Um, mm. But a lot, like, it seems like another kind of, like, black square kind of thing. I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure where I stand with that. Like, I, I kind of feel like I I definitely don't support wars and, like, um, and invasions. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, it's like, what what is the, you know, then you start talking about, you had to talk about, the U.S. and our own history with invasions and wars. And it's like, well, uh, our it's own messy. involvement in yeah. this is pretty messy because we're basically, so like there are people that say, I can, I don't know because I'm not in, over there, but there are people that say that he, the, that he is in, invaded because Ukrainians were bombing Ukrainians that are called separatists, but they're not, you know, their nationality is Ukrainian mm. in the Donbass region. And so it's, it gets very sticky, you know, when, when you start to factor in our involvement, we overthrew their government in 2014. It's, it's, it's a very, it, like our own involvement in all of this stuff is like, it's just exhausting. And, and to me, it's, um, anyway, I, I mean, I think it's all, it's all an interesting conversation in terms of like, 
I think that people generally do mean well mm-hmm. when they're when they're virtue signaling. I think that they're not nece- I think that it's not necessarily just to virtue signal, but also to feel good, like mm-hmm. get the endorphins of like I'm on the right side of something. Right. Yeah. But we just had the whole COVID thing, and people were like, "Don't do your own research." And it's like, "Well, then, what fucking hope do we have?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. It's one of those things where it's like you don't really. Yeah, you don't know what what's gonna happen or what what where people really stand or what people really care about. Yeah, you know. I had no idea. I thought I thought that that's what I'm saying. I thought foreign policy was included in Black Lives Matter. Mm. You know, and and I didn't want to say it earlier when we were talking about uh, how like there are uh, African immigrants in in um, in South Korea, but like African immigrants are essentially the Mexicans of Europe and all these different places where they are living in countries that get abused by the global financial centers and all, you know, like, mm. like the, it, colonialism, it's still alive there. Right. Mm. Um, and they're fleeing that and we vilify them. And mm. to me, that's not different than black lives matter. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Right. I mean, like, I think that like the, there's not that much of a vilification in Korea of black people, which is nice. That, and I think that's, that's amazing, like, yeah. Yeah, like, I think that's like the important takeaway, you know. No, that I'm, yeah. I'm so I'm, I'm glad that they have that they have this like sort of like like outward facing, you know, stance on Black Lives Matter. You know, yeah, yeah. that's like I think that makes me that made me feel more comfortable going there and like. Um, well, they're literally saying that your life matters, and I mean that's fucking validating as a human being. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like like yeah. if someone tells me, "Hey, we've seen what's happening." And we're sorry. We like fucking care about you. Yeah, like, yeah. that's that's mm-hmm. that's reassuring. Yeah, it's like it's you shouldn't really like hold any suspi- suspicion in that way. You know, you should be like like as a pure person, you should be like accepting of that. You know, and not like see it as anything else, as like a microaggression, you know? for example. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which yeah, it's like. How do you feel about that like dialogue? Do you feel like sometimes it can get a little bit too? too exhausting when you're when everything has to be racist i mean when you start thinking about everything in racialized terms it, 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 it definitely is, is <laughs> it's definitely exhausting and then you like sort of like maybe you're not being uh like you end up having like your own sort of prejudices and maybe you're not like like sometimes i like wonder like you know think am i racist like it's like there's but there's like little there's like kind of like a I remember hearing there's like some sort of like actual um like what is it called formula to see if you're a racist. It's like is it like do you like you kind of ask yourself about your own prejudices 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 and then um prejudice I <laughs> sorry <laughs> um and then uh and then you like um and then you ask yourself if you benefit from your own prejudice your those prejudices prejudices i get you i get you you get what i'm saying so like if it's beneficial for you to believe certain things about people right if it yeah if no and that that is that is actually a really good definition yeah it's pretty like straightforward in that way you know do you like what you yeah now how how about this what do you think about this because sometimes i have this experience where sometimes a head pops a thought a head pops into my thought a thought pops into my head and i'm like where the fuck does that come from now, is it fair for me to be like disgusted by that thought and then be like, well, wait, say that again. You said you have a, 
like I'll just so I'll think I'm I'm being vague because I don't have a specific example. Okay. But I'm talking specifically in prejudicial terms, right? Uh-huh. Like like I'll think of something and I'll be like, that's kind of fucked up that I, I thought of that. I don't actually. It's not a belief, uh-huh. but it's a thought. And I kind of just I'm like I feel like sometimes there are assumptions that you have that have gone unexamined. Yeah. Like where did where does that come from? Where, where did you learn did that? Think, yeah, yeah. Where did yeah, I learn yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. so that so, so that I'm not like copping out by thinking in those terms. No, no, no. Okay, <laughs> like these, you know, this something. You know, it was always like, uh, you know, we ne- we're not born racist. You know, we learn yeah, that yeah. shit. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like an analysis that has to happen. But anyway, I think I think that the more time goes on, the more I am aware that I don't know shit. You know, like, I, and I'm trying to like, like I'm trying to treat my own beliefs as not concrete. In the sense that, like, because it's less exhausting to, like, be like, well, that person's wrong. <laughs> mm, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I'm always, like, you know, somebody tells me something, I'm kind of like, oh, that's interesting. I didn't know that. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I lear- rather learn more than, like, assume that somebody knows, like, or that I know more than somebody or something. You know, yeah, like, yeah. you know, it's better. I think it's better that way. But, um, yeah, like... <laughs> just admitting to yourself you don't really know that much and like you're ready to learn yeah yeah it's because otherwise it's i I see some people just going off on like twitter and shit like that and i i've been uh, guilty of that sometimes too just like ranting into Mm. into social media but like man it's i'm like burnt out (laughs) i don't i don't have a twitter but like and i'm also just like not like like i don't know if i'm like that kind of person that's like showing what i like well you posted something that was funny (laughs) what did i post you posted something about like i'm not i'm not uh spamming oh yeah (laughs) yeah it was was like and i was like like, what's wrong what's wrong babe like you're not (laughs) like spamming your story (laughs) yeah and i was like oh oh called out (laughs) (laughs) yeah i like i like posting a bunch of images and dropping a bunch of images yeah yeah, yeah. you know like what i ate or what like weird thing i saw or something like that but yeah I'm guess I'm that's like that's from an ob- observational standpoint. It's not from like a sort of like judgmental standpoint of, or like telling people, you know, like I think yeah. that uh yeah, like I'm not like I mean, I definitely will call Joe Biden a white supremacist okay. on, on, on my stories. So it's I it's a very different world that we yeah, have, yeah. <laughs> have it. I'm so, not like But okay. I also think that like I'm fucking Cuban, bro. And like you can't you can't there's I dare you to meet a Cuban that's not somewhat political. I see you. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. and then yeah. anti imperialist, like where do you think that comes from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. so it's like I'm definitely invested in that because there's like there's a disruption in my family. I don't. I can't like go and like hang out with all my Cuban relatives easily. I've never met any of those people. It's like mm. just an interruption, you know. There was a time period like just before COVID that you could have gone yeah, to. Yeah. Like, yeah, you didn't. Did you go? No, I figured okay. it was like over, so I would have I time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't see. think Trump was gonna come back and be mm. like, nope. And then Biden was gonna I be know, like, you right? know, what? this like, is so good. <laughs> Biden, <laughs> Biden came wild. in. He was like, Trump was an asshole. But let's do a bunch of the shit he did. <laughs> Damn. I mean, I don't know. I don't have. I, 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 you no, no, no. You, I, I, you, you don't have to get out there. <laughs> I mean, I could show you the videos that would be very disappointing. But that dude, mm. like, has said some fucking racist ass shit. Mm. Like, he said he didn't want his kids to grow in a racial jungle. He said it doesn't matter if society made black people violent. We need to keep our kids safe from them, away from your wife, my my child. You know, so yeah. 
Okay. He's a legislator. <laughs> he yeah. said this on the fucking phone. It's, po- it's, poli- it's politicians. I don't know. I like saying one thing and then switching when, yeah, you yeah. know, like, yeah. Cause like he, cause there was also like, um, you know, the anti lynching laws that, you know, just finally like got, you know, put into law, you know, like, yeah. so it's like some stuff is actually like, like that. Some stuff is happening. I don't. I don't know if it's like, you know, if it's like, just like the, the, that was the kind of thing that I was re, like looking at when before the election of Joe Biden. It was like all these like uh, like during the debates and like black people kind of like we support you, but like don't fuck us over, you know, Biden. You know, like we are looking at you, like we want certain things, yeah. and we don't want you to like. It was like like. Um, a lot of southern states with like newly appointed black uh, mayors and um, yeah, yeah. they're like kind of like reaching out and giving their support to Joe Biden, but also kind of like talking about these really like staunch things that they wanted to happen um, or the sta- staunch views that they have. And like some things I'm like kind of like, I, I think that are good that are happening, you know, like, they were. you know, um, like the anti-lynching law, and then like we having um, our first like black Supreme Court judge, justice. I mean, and and like I, I don't know what other. I'm trying to think about like other stuff that like I don't know if it's like it's like those you like they're we wins, had, they're we've W's, had, but they're like we've had Sotomayor for so long that I don't even fucking care, bro. <laughs> okay, I see, I see. I'm, I'm okay. like, I get it, I get what you're saying. It's, it's more like those it's things like, that like having so a Latino doesn't change my life. Yeah, that's true. I get, you, I get what you're saying, and like even like like I don't know. I think like having like symbolically anti-lynching law is like very like no 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 amazing. I'm not going to argue like, with that. I, I like yeah. I haven't heard of like that many lynchings. In 2020, <laughs> 2022, 2021. I mean, like, can I give you a I, condescending fist bump? I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't like. Maybe there has, and I just don't know about it. So I don't want to like, you know. But no, like, no. I just don't. I don't know. Well, you. So it's more like it's like a. It feels like a win that we need, like a symbolic win. But like, yeah, yeah it might yeah. be like a symbolic thing rather yeah, than yeah. like a. But yeah. like, it's important to a lot of people. So. It's like it's like it's just as important as like the Thirteenth Amendment being, uh, you know, taken away. Like I think that like if we can, that's like, the one about yeah yeah. Well, do, yeah, we uh, you can I, you can I, explain. I I, I I I just wanted for the listener who doesn't have uh, American history in their head. Yeah, can you explain what the Thirteenth Amendment is? It's just like slavery is abolished, but like if you know. If you steal or you like, you get caught and got, you got to go to jail. Then mm. like slavery is kind of okay. That's kind of like what the like, and know, and you, and it's almost like we're just doing this low key now. It's not just like it's okay. It's like we're just gonna arrest the same people that we used to enslave. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And then actually profiteer off of it and like make huge businesses and like yeah. But like and 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 who is responsible for a lot of that? No, I don't, <laughs> who's responsible? Who you want to say? You want me to? Who you want me to say? What are you trying to play? I'm try, I'm, no, I'm not trying to play. I'm just letting you know, Joe okay. Biden. Got you. 
I mean, like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. Joe know Biden is no friend to the black person. Bro. I, I it mean, is it is a it is a crazy branding exercise that I, that that I've witnessed with this shit. Like the kids are still in cages. You're just not allowed to fucking videotape them. It's a fucking crazy crazy space. I and 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 I'm not shit. and 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 dude, like I'm not. I'm not bashing your opinion. I, again, no, 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 th- this no, conversation no, no. is coming from a place of like I don't know shit, but 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 what you brought up is very important because this is the position of this show, which will eventually get it canceled. But I was because I, I was like, this is like a political show, man. No, you no. should be like, this is like a political no, no. interview, right? No, here. no, this this it just well, I wanted to veer away from it. We can talk talking no. about this. We're about to end anyway. We're wrapping okay, this okay, up. We're okay. at like an hour and ten minutes, so right, I'm not going to take any more time. <laughs> I, uh, no, no, I, try, I think I try, it's good. It's like it's like I don't really talk politics that much with anybody. No, so. I know, and, and 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 a lot of times, to be fair, it is unfair for me to have these conversations with people because I've read a lot about the things that I direct the conversation towards. Right, like mm. you didn't choose to talk about uh, uh, imperialism, I did, so it's unfair. Gotcha, I see. You know, like I'm I'm directing the conversation into into. Tr- well, stuff that I've well researched. So, okay, so okay, don't okay. feel like you're out of like I'm just. I, I respect your opinion. Mm-hmm. I have my own, and and you you give me insights, right? Mm-hmm. Because like the th- the the thing that I you know during Black Lives Matter started saying, which I think is very true, you know, it is outrageous that black people get shot at the numbers that they do. And I think the reason it is okay is because of the 13th Amendment. Because if you're trying to round up property and you hurt the property, if you, if you, if, if we're still, uh, we're speaking, I know these are offensive terms, but we're, we're speaking in chattel slavery terms, right? Mm-hmm. If you kill a slave is not the end of the world because his property is not a human being. Mm-hmm. If you hil- kill somebody that you're trying to round up because you don't think of them as anything more than somebody that's a potential criminal, mm. it's okay to kill yeah. them because they're not human, mm. which goes to that whole dehumanization. I think right, serial right. killers are human. I think war crimes are human. And yeah. I think that they're just, marginalized people. They're just good old boys that like didn't, you know. No, exactly. Just hurt. They're bullied. They're bullied. You know, like it's kind of, yeah, that's the more of the, the PR. Like, argument. What do you mean? There's, they're bullied. Like, you know, like, Mass shooters are just like good kids that just got bullied a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, but actually, specifically Columbine, those guys were serial killers. Mm. Like that, those guys were gonna fucking. I mean, that that is a perfect example mm. of that. Um, Klebold and whatever his name was, but yeah, I don't remember the fucking names. I'm a true crime nerd. Too. Okay, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> we could have done that. We just would have talked murder instead of murder. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, man. Well, we don't have to keep doing this. Okay, okay. I, I, I really appreciate you. You worried about not having stuff to talk about, but you, it, this has been delightful. Right, I, I definitely I want to do it again before you got in August because, okay. yeah, uh, you're a very insightful person, and it's healthy for me to talk to non-political people sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> got you, got you. I feel it. Are you? Are, do you feel weird about anything that's happened no, in this no, conversation? It's good, it's okay. Good. All right. Cool. Thank you so much. Thank yeah, you so much, man. I appreciate. You know, yeah, and then everybody should check you out where. At um, I mean, I don't have a website or anything. I mean, you just follow me on Instagram. And what's um, your Instagram? It's blessed one, but it's spelled B L E S T W U N. So it's like, yeah, it's just misspelled. But um, yeah, you follow me on Instagram and like right. come to, come to the show. You can follow In Lou Gallery to get more information. What time is the show? Or when, when's the there, show? The shows are open. Uh, it's it opened in uh, on the ninth and it's going until May fourteenth. All right. Um, and 
what's it called? The gallery hours are Wednesday through Saturday from like 11 to 5. Okay. So it's kind of... You guys got crazy hours. We, we do like... <laughs> we only do two days a week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four days. It's like four days a week, so you have a chance to come check it out. Nice, nice. Come through. All right. And uh, I'm Javier, so signing off. Uh, thank you guys for checking us out. Uh, we'll see how he feels after we've <laughs> about this conversation <laughs> a couple days from now. <laughs> yeah, right. I've got to hear the, hear the recording. <laughs> it's fine. It was tame. You didn't say anything wrong. You just associated with a fucking lunatic. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much. Peace.